Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back, my wonderful listeners, dear friends, all of those tuning in week after week. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride of the Fertile Feminist. It's yours truly, Sam Wild, and I am going to solve all of your problems today with three easy steps. Does that sound good? Let's just take care of all of them. It's going to be totally easy, and I will then be your new favorite guru. Does that sound familiar? Is that the silicone snake oil we've been sold all the time? Back when I was in high school, I can remember one thing I cared about above all was how thin my thighs were, how thin my body was. And I was always in that day, oh my gosh, the bombardment of advertisement. I'm sure there's still a lot, but I remember it then being so strong. And I ended up taking this special enzyme vitamin thing that was supposed to make you skinny and metabolize your food faster. Anyway, I got really uh, sick after taking it. I can remember going to the doctor who said, oh, basically it ate all the good bacteria in your gut. And it was so hard for me that for a while, all I could have was like white bread. Um, So that was my pursuit of this fast dream that's constantly being sold to us. One thing I think it's really interesting to think about, like we want that teacher or that teaching that brings us ease, right? And that can be done easily, that has concrete steps that won't take very long. We swoon for that, especially if it becomes very convincing. But that message, believe it or not, is a message of the patriarchy. Welcome to the only podcast that will bring you more alive while you smash the patriarchy. Join me, Sam Wild, aka The Fertile Feminist, every week as we shift the paradigm, reclaim our native fertility, and create together the version of ourselves that brings forth our heart's desires and changes the world. All right, let's dive into this really juicy topic. One of the things that happens when you become minister, yoga teacher, spiritual spiritual teacher inside of this world is a lot of times, if you are independent, you have to market yourself. And I have been, uh, I would say, mostly failing at that activity of marking myself for more than 20 years, 20, more than 25 years now, I have been self-employed my entire adult life. Even when I've been hired in sight of churches, I've been hired to sort of as my own independent thing, my own independent minister. And when you are trying to sell yourself or sell what you're selling, your yoga classes, your coaching, your, your counseling, your meetings with people, whatever the case may be, you want to make it look desirable. And one of the most desirable things in our current patriarchal culture is that things be quick and things be easy. Now, before I go on and on about this, I just want to give you a big caveat, which is to say, sometimes things really are quick and sometimes things really are easy. In the work that I've done with people in the entire course of my ministry work, I have often seen people have very quick and very easy healings of all kinds of things, physical problems, mental problems, relationship problems, and so on. So I'm not going to say that it doesn't happen. It absolutely happens. But it's happening. The fact that it does happen is really different than having something sold to you. 
The guru that you and I both want, that everybody wants, is the guru who can break it down for you and give you three easy steps to end your suffering or improve your marriage or improve your divorce or help you get more money. And the thing about most of the stuff that we go through is that it's actually not easy. It's really, really hard. And sometimes that acknowledgement is missing even from those who are doing deep spiritual work, because they're still operating inside of the patriarchal mindset. Well, how is that feminist mindset, that antidote mindset different? It's different because it understands time completely differently. Stay with me, okay? Before you go, time, well, time is just what it is, straightforward. Well, that's not true. And we all know that's not true because we live through time that goes quickly and time that goes slowly, depending on the events that are happening in our lives. The feminist understanding here of time is like a way of understanding body, system, and movement differently. I was having a wonderful conversation with a friend of mine who helped my children. She belayed my children at the rock gym. And she mentioned to me that different people make these paths. I know they're not called that, but I'm not anything about rock climbing. The paths up the wall. They put the little handholds and footholds where they go. They change it every couple of months. And based on the person who's doing it, in a way, each of these climbs has a different personality. And while they're marked with a level of uh, difficulty, that can vary based on the person who did it. But then she went on to comment about the fact that the the way that they're done, they're often designed by men. And therefore, because of a typical male body, typically men are taller than women. Typically, their arms are longer and so on. Typically, their torsos are, are taller. The way that those footholds and handholds are put in makes the climbing more easier. Let's say there's a good word for it. Easier for men. Think about that word easier. What else becomes easier that is so subtle we're not even really paying attention to it? Well, when my friend shared this story with me, I told her how I went to Wellesley College and Wellesley had some very special design elements in its architecture that were made specifically for a woman's stride and a woman's pace. Now, I don't want to get all stereotypical, of course, there are exceptions. And of course, there are, as Virginia Woolf said, womenly men and manly, and manly women and everything in between. And so we don't get stuck in any kind of binary. But the idea is taking into an account the fact that things are set forward with a specific kind of ease for a certain group of people. My preschooler went to preschool and she was delighted to find a short toilet, just her height and a short paper towel roll, just her height, and a sink that was at just her height. Well, that's incredible, right? Because at our house, we have a stool. You have to step up. But having all of those things at the right height made everything easier. Think about that word, easier for her. The things that we get sold with the three steps, five steps, 10 easy steps, the guru who promises you this, the silicone snake oil, all of those lies because they are lies, like the example of my enzyme that I take, this will make you thin really quickly. This will make you transformed really quickly. All of those come from that same understanding of the patriarchy, which is that that things can be easy for those who have 
advantages already. Rather than holding a different lens, which is to say things are actually really hard for many people, things are really hard for oppressed people, and they're hard in complicated ways. And then the antidote, the feminist antidote to all of that is to say, but what is hard and what is easy? What is quick and what is slow? What is our time frame? Are we looking at the time frame of a garden growing? Are we looking at the time frame of a tree getting to be 60 feet high? What is What are these stages of development and who has put them forth? A feminist understanding, you know, I don't like it when we go right to this, like, oh, the feminist understanding is like, oh, flowing. And the patriarchy is very rigid because I think those are kind of limiting binary thoughts. And I think there's a lot of structure and authority and power in the feminist perspective. So it's not just that one is all like, I'm a fluid little pink bunny rabbit. And you're over there with that very masculine uh, stereotypical straightforward energy but let's break it down to the component parts number one things are very hard and when we get sold the idea that things are going to be very easy it's easy to lose weight it's three easy steps for you to lose weight why aren't you thin yet um, it's easy to reach spiritual enlightenment you just have to practice these eight steps it's easy to do this particular yoga pose or just do it the way I'm doing it. When those things come up and things are actually very hard, it's easy to have a good marriage. Mm -hmm. How about that one? It's easy. Well, who is it easy for? Who is it easy for? And when we find that all those things aren't easy, that in fact, they're really, really hard, we go back, and I've talked about this before, to that sense of personal failure. But there's no personal failure in this story. There's just a lie. There's just a lie that when it gets uncovered, we recognize, oh, that's a lie. This is actually not easy. Motherhood would be a really good example of that. The kind of mothering I've done over the 17 years I've been a mother has been uh, to be swimming in the sea of the cultural moment, which is a kind of intensive form of mothering. What some people call it the helicopter mothering but all of even if it's not helicopter mothering which I'd like to think I didn't do please I hope I didn't do that and I've still been part of a culture with a with a really intensive focus on how you're doing and the way you're doing it take classes classes to help them sleep classes to figure out how to be gentle not the kind of mothering that my own mother did definitely not the kind of mother my grandmother did and so on back through the generations but I've been swimming in that sea and a lot of the theories around it are like, this is easy. Gentle parenting is easy. No parenting is easy. No parenting is easy. No mothering is easy. And none of it is quick. Everything with children passes very slowly. And it's only quick in hindsight, right? Do you, you agree with me about that? So some buzzwords for us when, when we're getting a message that something is quick when we're getting a message that something is easy, those are patriarchal buzzwords and we want to ask ourselves, who, who is this quick for? And who is it made easy for? And then we have to root in that validation. Actually, things can be really, really hard. And that is not a sign that something wrong is happening. That's not a sign of personal incompetence. 
I mean, it's incredible the direction we go to when we don't take that broader perspective of what's actually happening. So if I use the example of mothering, then it becomes really hard. And even though I've taken the classes and read, oh my gosh, you should see my bookshelf, the books I've read about being a mother. I, I literally have 75 of them. So I should be pretty good, right? I haven't taken as many classes, but I've definitely read a lot and discussed a lot and went to groups and I took an online course and so on and so forth. And that will say, because they were all selling something and they were all selling something in the capitalistic patriarchal market, they're all saying, if you do this, it will be easy. Spiritually speaking, we're drawn to that. We want the yoga class that's going to fix the aches and pains and it'll be easy. And we want the guru, the teacher, the wise teacher who's going to tell us the easy path. It is so relaxing, friends, when we have the validation of like, it's actually really hard um, and it has its own time. And we don't know what that time frame is. And inside of that hard are moments of ease. But actually the key is when we accept that it's hard, then it opens the doorway for real ease to come through. Because the ease and the quickness that's sold to us is myth. It's fabrication. It has no actual reality. But the ease that we find when we're doing our best effort, when we're doing that hard work, is authentic ease. It arrives through the soles of the feet and percolates up in the body. And it's the sense of being sourced and being connected to our life force that gives us and grants us ease. No program, no person, no guru is the bestower of the ease. But through our own steps, some of which are truly laborious, up the mountain, up the mountain, up the mountain, slowly and in a timeless space, do we begin to perceive the ways in which something easy or easeful can be born inside of us. Holding that perspective for ourselves really lets us off the hook. And when I think about that in terms of my own mothering, or when I think about that in terms of my own spiritual practice and progress, I want to know that it's going to be hard. Because actually thinking that it would have been easy and should have been easy when it's not, creates a lot of internal strife, internal conflict, and a sense of personal disappointment. You know, so if I could go back way to the way, way back, oh, my, my practices, my yoga practice started when I'm nine. It's about the same time I'm diving into deeply into all kinds of spiritual material at the same time. It's been a long time. So it should have been easy. I should have arrived by now. Like, What's taking so long? We shift our sense of time and some of the help with shifting is to really look at at nature, the shifts of nature, the pace of evolution, seasons of growth. I've been in my current house for six years and this year was the best bloom I've ever seen on my lilac tree, big beautiful white lilac tree. I didn't plant it myself and this year it had so many. I didn't do anything to it. <laughs> last year it just had like two little flowers on it 
and I don't know why because I, I don't know enough about plants to know why. Same thing with our wild black raspberries. I think this was the best harvest this year that we've ever had. Could have been the rain, could have been the heat. You know, there's all kinds of things that can contribute to that. And there's a sense of waiting that comes, waiting on a natural order, waiting and in the waiting, developing qualities of patience, of perseverance, endurance. What gets robbed from us with the patriarchal, hierarchical, capitalist sense of quick and easy, buy it now, you'll be fixed, is that all the things that develop inside of us when things aren't quick and easy are the true treasures. Those are the true treasures of our spiritual practice. Those are the true treasures of yoga, of motherhood, of lifehood. Those actually are the places where we find the most fertility. So pregnancy can go by quickly, particularly for people who aren't involved in it. Um, and it can go by really, really slowly when you feel terrible. But it goes by and it goes by on its own clock, in its own pace, with its own unfolding, the unfoldment of this new being, this spirit creature, right? And for the mother who's carrying, I'm carrying right now, I'm not sitting down and working every day on little toes or little lungs or little kidneys or little eyes. There's a sense of that natural unfoldment process. That unfoldment process doesn't exist in the patriarchy and it doesn't exist in the capitalism and the hierarchy of capitalism because something has to be bought and sold whereas in the world and the universe of of pregnancy as just an example it's not the only metaphor but it's a good one there's no buying or selling and time moves at a different pace i would love quick and easy and for that matter, I'd love done. When I think about all my work, my spiritual work in my own life, just personally, not what I offer as a, as a teacher and so forth, I really like it to be done. There are a couple things that have been like carried through and I'd like them to be over. And one of the gifts, the length of time a lot of the work has taken me is to have patience when I certainly was not a naturally patient person. Some of the other gifts are in the development of my character. Oof, character development. That's rough and hard and hard one too. And some of them are in being able to shift out of a mentality that is crushing. The patriarchal sense of quick and easy is actually crushing when it comes up against the reality of hard and taking the time things take. My father had a saying, which I love, and it was, things take longer than they do. <laughs> There's something so true about that, isn't it? Isn't there? Things take longer than they do. The feminist perspective and the fertile feminist perspective is that in the taking of time, unfoldment is occurring that is essential, potent, meaningful, even when it's invisible. So when you're pregnant with a child, unless you're going every week 
for an ultrasound most of the time you don't know what's happening what growth what development from moment to moment i haven't had an ultrasound yet in this whole pregnancy so all of that is happening backstage so to speak but i trust that it's happening there's a lot of evidence in my body that things are unfolding for us on our personal journeys a lot of times it feels like nothing is happening if it's not the quick and easy and if we're stuck in the hard it feels like nothing is happening and nothing is shifting and nothing is moving and some of us have 20-year pregnancies <laughs> metaphorically speaking they seem to go on and on is the hard slow less worthy or less real than the quick and easy that's the reversal right flip your mind absolutely not because the quick and easy is not real <laughs> it's not real or true ease and speed can happen with all kinds of things for us but never in the form that they're sold to us in the patriarchy and the pay this form of the patriarchy has been co-opted by enlightened teachers spiritual teachers and yoga teachers with all of our promises of quick transformation. And like I said, I have certainly seen it. I have people come for one class who've had chronic pain for sometimes decades, and that was it, just the one class. That's all they needed. And there's uh, those of us who've come with a chronic issue for, for decades and uh, still haven't had that magic moment. To sell it, to sell myself, as I said, because I have to do a lot of self-selling, to sell any of it with inside that packaging of Quick and Easy is to put it into the costume of the patriarchy. And what we want to do is really disrobe that, take all those clothes off, see it for what it is, naked and ugly, <laughs> and be willing to broaden the perspective and have the new thought you know it's actually it's really really hard and some of it feels like it's taking a very very long time and the efforts and the effects are truly invisible to us but they are still happening in the use of fertility and that word fertility is so much of the potency of what we would call magic all of the things that are happening behind the scenes all of the things that are happening underground in the dark of the earth in the deep of the mother the beginning of the roots the roots deepening and spreading and expanding and getting the sustenance and the nutrients that they need is that beautiful tree in front of us and my apple trees you know that are taking forever to grow they are not quick and easy and we don't, do we want a quick and easy apple tree? Or is there value, a worth, wisdom, and a different sense of time in the way that they unfold, in the way that they open? What is the gift of watching that slow apple tree? So what I want to offer to you today, wherever you are and whatever you're struggling with, we all have some things from the very minor detail to the really, really big thing is that powerful affirmation which to me is a very powerful feminist affirmation which is it is hard <laughs> it feels hard because it is hard and that doesn't mean that anything is wrong 
It feels hard because it is hard. And that's fine. That's right. That's in the normal order. And then we have that big exhaling breath. It's hard. It's taking a long time. That's because it's deep. That's because it's rooting. That's because it's a tree. That's because it's an unfoldment. That's because it has its own timeline, its own natural order. That's because the truth of our own lives, our spiritual development, our beingness, they don't, cannot be measured by the forms and the measuring tape of patriarchy. They always will unfold in their own perfect and beautiful time. What do you think about that? Is it helpful to reframe in this way, particularly when it comes to our own personal challenges? And also, I'd say this could be a really helpful way to think about the world and the global challenges we're going through right now. What do you think? Give me some feedback. Send me. I was going to say send me a letter. Send me an email. Send me a text comment on this podcast. Don't forget to share it. Don't forget to become a follower. I'm so happy that I had a chance to be with you. Ah, nice exhaling breath on, on the hard life. <laughs> Embracing the hard life. So have a really beautiful day. And until our next episode, have a beautiful week. Thanks for listening in. This is me, Sam Wild, aka The Fertile Feminist. And you've been listening to The Fertile Feminist Podcast. Find me on YouTube at The Samantha Wild, aka The Fertile Feminist, and hit the website, thesamanthawild.com, for all kinds of resources, inspirations, and ideas. Also on Instagram at The Fertile Feminist. Until next week, may you tap into that native abundance, creativity, fruitfulness, and life force that's going to help us all bring about that more beautiful world that we know is possible.